Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Are you at home with yourself? And what exactly does that mean? This is a topic that the guest international speaker, Yiska Smith, explores this weekend at Lemud. She's a Jewish educator, spiritual mentor, and public speaker. She joins me now to tell me more. Yiska, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. Um, Yiska, people seem to have an innate need to understand the world at a deeper level of spiritual, metaphysical. Do you agree? Oh, yes, I most definitely agree. I believe that just as the body has needs, we need to eat, we need to drink, we need to sleep, and we have needs. The laws, Rav Cook teaches to this about how there are laws of nature that govern our body that need tending to. Likewise, there are also chukei hatava, laws of nature that govern our soul, our spirit. And likewise, to have a wholesome, full-bodied healthy experience while we're here in this lifetime, we need to also pay attention to that. So we can understand that people have a need to understand why things happen. Why did this happen to me now? And when there's no rational explanation, we turn to, we tend to turn to a metaphysical. Yes. What is spirituality? You know, spirituality, if you were to ask As many people as you would ask, that's how many different answers you would receive. It's not like I can look at my five fingers and measure them and objectively take take a picture and objectively describe that. However, that doesn't diminish the validity and the presence of the soul. So I'll go back to a Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, in the third chapter in Pirkei Avot, in the name of Rabbi Akiva, who said, Chaviv Adam Shinivra B'Tselem Elohim. How dear it is, how beloved it is that the person, the human being, has been created in the image of God. And then he says something else after that. How much more beloved it is that we know that we're created in the image of God. That is the center. That is the focal point. That is the basis of our spirituality. And when we were created in the in the Bereshit, in the book of Genesis, in the creation story, the word nishmat chayim, this like living being, is used in the verse when God blew the breath of life into Adam and Chava. And from the word nishmat chayim, we have the word nishama, which means soul. But nishama is also nishima, which means breath. So the part of us, as we inhale, every nishima, every she'ifa v'nishifa, every inhalation and exhalation, we're inhaling soul energy into our bodies. So I think we're going to take our break here, Craig. And then after the break, um, we're going to talk about spirituality and religion and are the two necessarily joined. But just before then. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Jessica Smith, who is one of the international guests that I have been brought out by Limud. Um, she's a Jewish educator, spiritual mentor, and a public speaker. Um, Jessica, just before the break, we're looking at issues around spirituality and our need as people. What is the relationship between spirituality and religion, and does there need to be one? Yes and no. 
coming from the Jewish tradition, especially the Jewish spiritual tradition, writings in Kabbalah, writings in Hasidut, various spiritual insights, just as we, as a human being, we have a body, we also have a soul. The body is the external, revealed dimension to the person. The soul is the inner, concealed dimension. And as I mentioned earlier, both need and this is from the teaching of Rav Cook, both need a process by which we honor and take care and really nurture both. Now, where does religion come in? Religion, uh, in many religions, not only Judaism, but within the Jewish faith and other, other... I don't like to refer to Judaism as a religion. We're more of a nation that has a way of being in relationship with God. But for the lack of a better word, to compare to everyone else, religions have all have an opinion about how to access, how to honor, how to encounter that deeper, that deeper part of ourselves in a more visceral, imminent way. Now, it can be, because religions tend to be dogmatic, that people, because we're people, tend to focus on the outer dimension. Just the way if I'm hungry, I don't have to think if I'm hungry. I'll know that I'm hungry. But with spirituality, we have to tune in to a different frequency. We call it the kol demamadaka, the still small voice. So it's easier to ignore the needs of the soul and in the name of being religious, I'm, a person may emphasize the observance, the outer dimension of how to keep Shabbat, how to keep Kashrut, how to pray in the Beit Knesset with, without a Mechitza, Orthodox, Conservative. That does not mean necessarily yes or necessarily no that the person is not addressing the spiritual needs. So there could be different ways to address spiritual needs which may not be in a religious Format. Yes, yes. And that's where there are many misconnects or misunderstandings. Because the Jewish law, the halacha, the shulchan aruch, does not address how to be in relationship with God spiritually. It addresses how to be in relationship with God legally through the fulfillment of the mitzvot. But as many of the Hasidic rabbis have explained, the mitzvot, just the way a human has a body and a soul, every mitzvah has a body and a soul. So the body of the mitzvah is, how do I observe it? The soul aspect of the mitzvah is, how do I use the mitzvah as an opportunity to connect to God in my life. And there is no body of law that can dictate that because it's subjective and it really depends on the individual and one's own capacity to trust the process, to believe in the process, and also to trust oneself, which goes back to what you said in the beginning about being at home with oneself. That will be one of my talks. So maybe we can look at that in our remaining few minutes. Sure. Um, how listening surely our needs change all the time at our different stages and phase, phases mm-hmm. of our life how do we know what needs spirituality we need at any given time we need to uh, that's an, such a good question and i can't give as we say al-ragalahat on one foot a single answer that will apply to everyone but surely an essential ingredient is we need and these are in the words of the psetsna rebbe the ish kodesh rebbe rabbi kalanimus kalman shapira who perished in the holocaust he teaches to this cultivating the practice of really being able to even become aware of your spiritual needs he emphasizes it cannot be rushed 
Even if it's one minute a day, the one minute cannot be rushed. It requires a dedicated time where we pay attention to that which happens within us and happens around us. He noticed in Poland, Piasesna was a suburb of Warsaw in, in the early 20th century before the Shoah, he noticed that people then were rushing around. I don't know what he would say now. <laughs> I have no idea. But he said we need to slow down and pay attention instead of being... And he was speaking to his chassidim, who were religiously observant. But he said we need to pay attention. We can't be robots. If, we're ro- if we go into life, not only in observing Jewish life, any type of a life, robotically, without forethought, without intentional, what we call today mindfulness or intentional living, he said, we'll never be able to understand and sense that inner, that still small voice within. So it requires the cultivation of what I call the spiritual practice, avodaruchanit, which is work, to be to, to settle with oneself, to be aware of oneself, to give oneself every day at least just a few minutes of just becoming more aware. And from there, from that place of awareness gives birth to, that awareness gives birth to compassion, to kindness, to patience, to gentleness, to softness, all these wonderful traits that we want to cultivate so I, I like this. I like all those things you mentioned, softness, kindness, compassion. Um, is that ultimately what we're striving for when we look at spirituality? Yes, because ultimately spirituality is an imminent, visceral, palpable experience of closeness with our creator. And just as our creator created us with love, our creator is asking of us to go out into the world and reveal the creator in love and in compassion. So the, the, the best way, going back to what I said earlier, to be aware of being created in the image of God, how endearing it is, is to behave like the creator, which is to behave that way, with compassion, with understanding of the other, being able to hold the other even when there's not an agreement that's not even important. It's just to be open enough to hold the other. And that's what you're doing not for the other person, but for your own soul. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, Craig is indicating that our time is um, up, <laughs> which I'm sorry about. But if you would like to hear Yiska, she will be at Limud. And I will give the details of Limud. It's not too late for you to register. You can do so at on the Limud website. You can go to www.limud.org.za. And register for the Limud Weekend. Well, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And uh, thank, thank you. you so much for thank joining you. me. Thank you. And Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>